Are you trying to start a podcast but are struggling with the process? Well, you're in the right place now. Contact one of us at Across the Board Sports and we can help you get started through Anchor. We're looking for more podcasters and the best place to do your show is on Anchor. It is the easiest way to distribute your podcast on all major platforms and it's the most user-friendly website. Contact us and let's begin. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Across the Cavs on this Halloween morning. Zach Weiss, wishing a happy Halloween to you and yours, but not so scary waking up this year following the Cleveland Cavaliers 117-111 win over Chicago. Kevin Love, a big performance with 17 points, 20 boards, and 6 dimes. Tristan Thompson, 23 points, 10 rebounds, 5 blocks. He shot 11 of 19. Colin Sexton finished the day with 18 points. Darius Garland still getting his feet under him, finished with 9. Clarkson scored 17 off the bench and had 12. And on the other side, Levine held to 6 of 14 shooting, 16 points, no rebounds, 2 assists. Thad Young led the Bulls off the bench with 14 that second unit. Team high 16 for both Levine and Lowry Market, and the Lowry shot just 4 of 12. Really didn't do too much. Otto Porter, 5 for 10. Wendell Carter, 5 for 8. The big surprise was the spread in minutes between starters and reserves. Levine, the only bull to go over 28 minutes of playing time. Foul trouble not an issue. This was surprising. Would have liked to see Jim Boylan, if I'm a Chicago fan, give more minutes to Otto and Lowry. It's been interesting to watch Chicago because their bench rotation is a bit odd. What Jim Boylan does, he plays Kobe White with Chris Dunn and Ryan Archidiakono. By the way, Chris Dunn is still looking for his first three-pointer of the season. He missed two of them as Chicago as a team went 14 of 39. But and Kobe White and Chris Dunn have decent size, but it's kind of like what OKC does with Paul Schroeder and Shea Gilgis-Alexander. They shouldn't be playing all three of those guards at once, and the Cavs took advantage on the other side. Picked up 10 offensive rebounds, 5 from Tristan, his 5 blocks, a huge key in coming up with this win. Kevin Love, talk about him, 17-20-6, throwing some more great outlet passes. Jetty Osman, a couple corner threes on consecutive possessions in the third quarter. Helped the Cavs create some separation. We saw Jordan Clarkson, his only three-point attempt of the night, a beauty the shot clock about to expire. He finished 4-6 from the floor. It's actually an and one. JC had a four-point play. Kevin Porter Jr. finally knocking down a three. He had nine points, four rebounds, and a block. Best performance from him. Just love the way the defense worked. Held Levine and Lowry Markinen in check. And it's clear there might be some issues in Chicago after their one and four start. So back to Cleveland. What do we make of the success of Lowry, Tristan, and K-Love? Nance on the year, he's averaging 11 points, 8 rebounds, about a block per game. He's shooting four threes. We saw him take some of them last year, and there was always some hesitation, and now he's taking them with the utmost confidence. You love to see it. 5 out of 16 is not a horrible way to begin his three-point numbers on the year, 5 out of 17, rather. But you know what? We'll take it. If they're going in, we're good. Or he's made five. Yeah, he's made five threes in four games, and it's a great sign. He can still get to the basket and finish around the rim. He's very athletic. Got averaging a couple offensive rebounds a night. I just think for Larry, at his age 27 season, he's finding confidence 
in his role. He has been unbelievable thus far. Uh, he's looking fantastic. There's not much more we could ask from him. He's 11 and 7. He's about splitting his minutes at the power forward in the center spot. With Tristan playing 34 and Love playing 33. He's about even at the two. You won't see him playing with K, Love, and Tristan, but, you know, I think it's comfort again. In his second full year in Cleveland, he knew what to expect coming in. John Beeline, and he looks real good. And Kevin Love, 5 of 10 from the floor on average, shooting 50%. Making two threes a night. 16 points, 17 boards, 5 assists. Almost all of these rebounds have been defensive rebounds. And he's just, he's boxing out. He's putting himself in position to grab them. And you love to see it. They went 7-15 and when Kevin played last year. Again, not a great number, but considering they only won 19 games on the year, it's definitely better. He's just, there's so much good that he does for this team. He's a great leader. The 31-year-old Dolph, the only Cavs player over the age of 29. They have everyone else in their 20s. They got Kevin Porter at age 19 and Darius Garland age 20, but... Kevin Love hitting his threes, getting to the line with very effectively. It's just great. He leads the team five assists a night, and he's been fun to watch. And here's been the real star of the team, Tristan Thompson. 20 points, 12 rebounds, two blocks per game. He has become a shot-blocking maestro. Five last night. He has multiple multi-block games. and The way he's getting into the paint... He's hitting all of his hook shots. He even made a three three ball a couple games back. He just is doing a little bit of everything. His scoring with the right hook, the left hook, nine and a half field goals a game. If you told me after four games that Tristan Thompson would be leading the team in shot attempts, I would laugh in your face. Politely, of course. I would politely laugh in your face and say, <laughs> no way. You're crazy. Well, no one's crazy. No one's crazy. Tristan is a beast. And if the playoffs were, I'm sorry, if the All-Star game was starting right now, I would vote Tristan in on the first ballot, one of the first guys off the bench. He has been so good. He's been so effective. And you love to see it. Tristan Thompson. Now, what to make with Del- what to make of Delhi's shot? We're through four games, and Matthew Delavadova has made four shots on 16 attempts. However, he is 0 for 11 from three. I'm not sure if it's a hand injury or what exactly is wrong with it. But Delhi, let's give some perspective. In his career, these are his three-point percentages by season. 37%, 40%, 41%, 37%, 38%. And then last year, he was 39%. He had 40 of 119 threes with the Cavs. 30, 34 while he was there. Right now, not good. So he's four or five on twos when he gets those runners. He's effective with them. But from three, 0 for 11. And he's had a number of bricks. He had another one last night. He's had a few air balls. He worked on his shot to get a quicker release. And it's interesting because when I was watching him play with Australia in the Olympics, or in the World Cup, rather, his shot was looking good. It was was dropping at a high rate. And now that's clearly not the case. It's his final season under his current four-year deal signed with the Bucks after the Cavs won the 2015-16 title. And it's hard to say why the shot isn't dropping at all. 
But you know, he's got 10 assists so far. He's got his four steals, taking a couple of charges. You got to just hope it does come around. There will be times this year when those deli threes are the difference in one or two point losses. And the difference between a one or two point loss and a one or two point win is going to be, does Delhi hit that, that wide open three that he gets after good ball movement? He has to get these shots to go. There's a lot of time left in the season. We've only played four games. Plenty of time to get it right. But for him to get some extended minutes, which he very well could at times for his defensive prowess and his ability to hustle and get into the heads of the other teams, he has to be better with the shot. 0 for 11, not the start anyone wanted to see. And now let's circle back to Tristan. So Tristan Thompson this season has been a beast. 20 points, 12 rebounds, 2 blocks per game. So let's go by year. This is Tristan's ninth season. His points and points rebound numbers for his career look like this. Rookie, eight points, seven boards. As a sophomore, 12 and nine. Third year, 12 and nine. LeBron James comes to town. He finds himself in a reduced role. He averages nine and eight. The year after that, he averages eight and nine. And then a very and extremely reduced role. LeBron's final year here in 2017-18. Tristan averages six and seven. He would have a good postseason when he finally got in there, but that was not his year. 28, because Kevin Love would play was playing center at, uh, at that time. 2018-2019. Uh, he only played in 40 games, uh, 40 starts, 43 games, but he'd average a double-double for the first time. Tristan averaged 11 and 10. And this year, Tristan, 20 and 12. He had never averaged more than. Nine shot attempts coming into the season. He hadn't taken at least nine shot attempts since that third year when he was a regular starter at the power forward spot. And now TT's taking 16 per game per 36 minutes, averaging 21 and 12. He's averaging 20 and 12 uh, regularly. 34 minutes, he's showed that he's durable. Tristan in the lockout short year played 60 of 66 games. Over from 2012 to 2016, he would miss just four games. Or 2012 to 2017, he missed just four games late in the season for the Cavs after playing all 82 for four consecutive seasons. If he can stay healthy this year, he's going to have a monster campaign. I just think it's the confidence that John Beeline instilled in him. He definitely did his homework before he took this job on the kind of guys he was going to be working with. Tristan's career high in points was 12. Yes, it's only been four games. There's a lot of time. The numbers can easily drop far down. But 20 and 12 with a couple of blocks a night for a guy that's never stuffed the stat sheet. Again, it's confidence with Tristan. I'm sure Kevin Love is trying to instill all the confidence in the world in him as it happens. And you know, it's worked. Double T. Is massive, is mad impressive. He is impressing us all. And it's great to watch because coming in, I thought Larry Nance should be the starting center. Clearly, I'm wrong. Tristan, hook shot left, hook shot right, hook shot from under the basket. He is not missing anything. We love a good dose of double T in the evening watching the Cavs. And he has just been on another level. One more time for Tristan Thompson, killing it in the 2019-2020 season. And, you know, very, may very well, again, the stats could drop off, 
But in early season, very way too early all-star ballot, I have him in my starting lineup. There's no doubt. And next, let's go back to last night's game. Cavs-Bulls. You know, he picked up this 117-111 win. But it was a play with... It was happened very late in the contest that catches my attention. And here is the audio of John Michael calling the Colin Sexton dunk over Wendell Carter. 23 points, 10 rebounds. A great game. Sexton inside. A thunderous dunk to get the Cavaliers a six-point lead. All right, folks. That's John Michael with Austin Carr throwing it down. Ooh. That is courtesy of... The Cavaliers broadcast team. Unbelievable poster dunk. Colin Sexton on Wendell Carter Jr. He basically said, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat. You're on the menu. Bam. Threw it down all over him with the left hand. Do we even know that Colin Sexton could dunk like that? I really didn't have an idea. A clue. That Colin could dunk with such ferocity. I thought, you know, maybe it was a great pass from Kevin Love to find him. But it looks for sure. That's just going to be a layup. We'll go up by six, or maybe Carter gets the block. Game stays close. The lefty hammer. Colin Sexton has been nothing but a ball of energy. Getting to the rim with aggression since he first came to the Cavs last year from Alabama. And that dunk was special. Special. He's had some great moments in the league, but that, ladies and gentlemen, is the best one to date. Colin Sexton joining the ranks of guards that can throw it down with authority. Colin, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your dunks just hypnotize me. Biggie, Colin, same sentence. That was a jam. Woo! And again, we started first show of the year. It's very sad, sad beginning. It'd be November. Fred McLeod passing away suddenly at the way too young in his late sixties. Voice was so fresh, such a great announcer. His voice, his energy embodies the Cavalier spirit and uh, what being a Cav is all about. And it's been great to see that several teams. I've watched a number of Cavs uh, road broadcasts uh, from the visiting announcers. Uh, including David Steele giving a great tribute on uh, the Magic when they played the Magic on opening night. Chris Denari, uh, Neil Funk last night in his last season. Wish him all the best in retirement following the year. He's had a great run with Chicago. He created the kaboom, by the way, just on that note. The kaboom that Eric Reed on Heat Broadcast says after threes was actually taken from Neil Funk. He talked to Neil Funk and said, hey, Neil, I'd love to use this in my own broadcast. He's like, you know what? Go right ahead. So Neil Funk, the original creator of Kaboom, but going back to Fred, replacing him, not easy at all. I mean, there's 30 NBA broadcasters that do TV in the world. 30 teams, 30 people. Look at look at the population of people in the United States. Look at how many people are, are NBA broadcasters. It is a small number. Anyway, John Michael was a great radio voice for the Cavs, and he took over on TV, and it's never hard a month before the season, he basically finds that, okay, I have to fill the shoes of Fred McLeod. Got to work with a new partner who's used to the same guy for 14 years. And, you know, I think he's done a great job. And we know 
write down Euclid. We're not going to hear that anymore from Fred McLeod. Rest in peace, Fred. There's the I got your back call. and There's just so much missing. Uh, they were the best one on the travel. He shuffled his shoes. Cavalier ball. Fred McLeod, just so good at what he did. And it's an unenviable task. John Michael having to come in and replace him. He's done such a good job. He knew it was going to be hard watching Cavs broadcast this year, but he has made it a seamless transition to TV, working with Austin Carr. And, you know, they're 2-2. Two and two. They're looking competitive. Uh, which is great. Obviously, it's great for the announcers getting to call a competitive basketball team. And I really give him an A for what he's done. And it's not easy. Short notice, radio to TV. But, you know, John Michael, he's proving that he is a pro's pro. The 47-year-old could be working with AC for several years to come. And it's, it's great to see. And for today's segment, he played for the Cavs? We'll be finishing out today, going through a few players that you may have forgotten. Played for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Remember a guy by the name of Shannon Brown? Known for his big dunks and blocks, athletic plays while he was with the Lakers. He was a scorer on the Suns. He played for some other teams. But when he was a rookie out of Michigan State, Shannon Brown had cornrows a la Josh Boone, pre-Kawhi Leonard. And Shannon Brown only played 38 games for the Cavs from 06 208 when he was traded at the deadline in the big Larry Hughes trade that netted the Cavs Ben Wallace. Shannon Brown, I remember him best back in the days where we didn't have NBA TV. If you don't live in the state, you can't watch the game on TV unless it's on national TV. And I would sit on NBA.com for three hours, hitting refresh every 30 seconds to keep track of every play in the game. And I remember doing that five games. Uh, 2006, 2007, and they're during Shannon Brown's rookie year. He started five games. While LeBron James was out, he had a nice career, but he began in Cleveland. And so did Andre Miller. He played, I want to say, over 700 games in a row at stretching his career. That got end, that streak ended because he was benched, not even for an injury. He was a key cog in an Allen Iverson trade later in his career. But Andre Miller's best statistical year actually happened with the Cavs. He was number eight pick in 1999 after four years in college. And uh, Andre averaged a double-double in year three. He averaged 16 points, five boards, and 11 assists. As good a passer he was, he would never average double-digit assists again. It was three impressive seasons for Dre uh, with the Cavs. And we know him as one of the best passers we saw in the modern era. Nice little slow-it-up game. Maybe one of the most random guys to ever score 50. Joining the ranks of Corey Brewer in the unlikelihood there. Shaq. Shaq Daddy. Big Diesel. The Shaqtus. Kazam. Man of Steel. Remember the 2009-10 season when the Cavs brought Shaq over from Phoenix? His $20 million albatross of a contract at his old age. Coming off a year in which he averaged 18 and 8, 18 and 9. He scored 1,333 points in his age 36 season. He was a co All Star MVP with Kobe that year. Even though he only played 10 minutes in the game, he was effective and got enough votes. Not a great year for Shaq in Cleveland. Playing in 53 games, he averaged 12 points and 6 rebounds. You know, it was what it was. It was nice having Shaq there. He didn't make many free throws. Certainly didn't score much, but it was real fun 
to see Shaquille and, uh, as a Cavalier playing with LeBron. Had his moments, some big dunks. And he even got in all the Cavs remix raps made in 2009-10 ahead of their failed playoff run. That season will be LeBron's final year in Cleveland before he ended up coming back five years later. Was, you know, everything like, you know, got big Shaq O'Neal, Shaq in the house joining LeBron. It was interesting, you know, but it was a fun year with Shaq, despite him not being at his best. And Seth Curry didn't start getting buckets until he got to Dallas a few years. It was really, it was in Sacramento later when they had injuries. He had some big games late in the season, four years ago. Then he went to Dallas, had a strong season. One year, he's a regular starter there. Then he went to Portland. And now he's back in Dallas, playing well again. But Seth Curry, in 2013-2014, when the Cavs had a bunch of G League guys, including Scotty Hobson, whose contract, some say, helped them land. LeBron was there. Seth played one game, he played nine minutes, and he made a three. So Seth Curry in his Cavs career, nine minutes, three points. So give it up for Shannon Brown, Andre Miller, Shaquille O'Neal, and Seth Curry. Guys you may have forgotten once played for the Cavaliers. So that'll do it for this edition of Across the Cavs. I'm Zach Weiss, and we will see you this weekend for episode number four. Shout out KPJ, Kevin Porter Jr. rocking the number quattro on his uni.